Well, hello, everybody. Welcome, welcome to church this morning. New Heart Four Square. We're going to worship the Lord today. It's a glorious Sunday. And uh, January 30th, right? Is that what we got? January 30th today, the last day of January. It's a great day to worship the Lord. Let's start about with a song called A Little Everlasting God. Give him everything, all the, all the stuff on your heart. Just give it up to him. Stress, anxiety, worry. He's there for us. of his feet.
salvation your spirit alive in me my life to declare your promise my soul now to stand so what can I say What can I do to offer this heart, oh God, completely to you? So I will stand, come on now, with my arms and my heart abandoned. The one who gave it all, so I will stand for my soul, Lord, to you surrendered all I am is yours. One more time, so I will stand with my arms high, my heart abandoned in all of you of the one who gave it all. So I will stand, my soul, Lord, to you surrender. All I am is yours. What can I say? What can I do? But offer my heart, oh God, completely to you. Amen. Give it up to God. Offer your heart completely to Him, and He's always there, you know? He's always there. The Lord is always there for everything for us, you know. It's uh, it's worship a king.
us worship the King. That's right. Come bow at His feet. He has a great things. See what the Savior has done. See how His love overcomes. Because He has a great things. He has a great things. He is the hero of heaven. He conquered the grave. Freed every captive and broke every chain. Oh God, You have done great things. And we will dance into heaven. And align Jesus, the Savior, your name is lifted high, oh God. You have done great things. Come, come on, worship the King. You at home, come on out. Because he has done great things. See what our Savior has done. See how his love overcomes. He has done great things. He has done great things. He is a hero of heaven. He and free every captive and break every chain. Oh God, you have done great things. We dance in your freedom awake and alive. Jesus, Savior, name is lifted high. Oh God, you have done great things. Amen. Amen, Ron. Amen. Hey, it's so good to see everybody. Hallelujah. Hi, Cecilia. Um, yeah, well, anyway, it's just such a good day to be uh, here at church on the lawn. Uh, thank you all so much for coming. Thank you all at home for tuning in. We just have a few announcements today. Uh, one, I just wanted to say for the elementary today at 1230 on Facebook, uh, Commander Marianne is going to be teaching on love. It's a perfect timing because Valentine's Day is coming up, so she's going to be teaching the next two weeks on love. We had faith, we had hope, and now we're going to be talking about love. I'm not quite sure uh, what they've got going on today, but my dad wrote it, so you know it's going to be good. <laughs> it's going to be very good. Mr. Children's Church Extraordinaire. Uh, I, last week I mentioned that I'd be interviewing Margaret today. Sully and I just had to switch weeks because he had something going on next week. So I'm going to be interviewing Margaret tomorrow. And um, today he and Karen are going to be teaching on Remember God's Compassion. Uh, so tune in for uh, Margaret's, uh, tune in to Sully today and Margaret's interview next week. It's going to be really exciting. She's very excited about it. She's like, yeah, I'm glad that it's going to be a week later. It gives me more time to think about what I'm going to say. I'm like, okay, <laughs> sounds good. Uh, yeah, and then also uh, February 14th, Share the Love Sunday. We're very excited about this. Uh, you know, love is perfect love casts out all fear. So we're going to be celebrating God's perfect love for us all uh, so that we don't have to be afraid of uh, all the uncertain times. I'm trying to tie it into what Pastor Gary is going to be talking about today. Um, perfect love casts out all fear, and so we don't have to be afraid in uncertain times. We can live sure in certain times. So Pastor Gary is going to teach on that today, and then we're going to celebrate love um, on the 14th. And we're going to have some testimonies. We're going to have some great testimonies. 
from marrieds and singles alike. Um, we're going to be celebrating, you know, we, in a lot of ways, we can feel God's love for us through, you know, the relationships we have with other people. And so we're going to be celebrating all those relationships on, on Valentine's Day on February 14th. And this is what's exciting. We're going to actually have Valentine's candy for everybody. It's going to be individually wrapped and boxed. Um, but we're really excited. This is uh, the first time we're handing out anything food-related, but it's gonna, we're going to make sure it's COVID-friendly. Uh, but that's very exciting. We're moving forward. Uh, and then lastly, offering. You can put your uh, tithes and offerings in the red box on the welcome table. You can go online uh, to, and they're gonna, Bill's going to put the website up below me for everyone at home. It's newheart, N-E-W-H-E-A-R-T, the number four you.com slash give dash online, or you can mail a check to 380 East Covina Boulevard, Covina, California, 91722. And I believe Ron is going to be coming up now and is going to have another song for us. You see, there's been a victory. You know, when darkness it falls, you know, we'll always prevail because God's on our side, right? Weapons may be formed, but it won't prosper. When darkness falls, it won't prevail. Because I know a God who served and only knows how to triumph. My God, He will never fail. Oh, my God, will never fail. Because I'm going to see a victory. I'm going to see a victory. For the battle belongs to you, Lord. I'm going to see a victory I'm gonna see a victory for the battle belongs to you Lord His power in the holy name Jesus mm, every, every war he wages he will win I'm not backing down from any giant Cause I know how the story How it ends Isn't that great? We know how it ends, don't we? Oh, I know the story How it ends Cause I'm gonna see a victory I'm gonna see a victory For the battle belongs to you, Lord Every war that he wages, we will win. I'm not backing down from any giant. And I know how the story, how it ends. See, I know how the story and how it ends. Because I'm going to see a victory. I'm gonna see a victory for the battle. It belongs to you, Lord. I'm gonna see a victory. I'm gonna see that victory for the
Welcome, Pastor Gary. Praise the Lord. Good morning, church. How are you? Praise the Lord. The Lord is going to give us the what? The victory. Great song. Praise God. Amen. Well, it's good to be here in the house of New Heart with Pastor Chuck and Mary Ann and the church. It's a blessing to know that God is here. He's Shema. We're here to meet the Lord. Whatever you're coming in with, know that God is here. He can answer our prayers. Whatever you've been carrying, it's time to unload it and give it to God. And so as we come before God this very morning, I hope I have a word that will energize you as it will energize me. Guess what? If the chef doesn't eat his own cooking, I wouldn't eat it either. <laughs> but guess what? I eat my own cooking. I live by what I preach, amen? And I'm sure Pastor Chuck, Pastor Chuck, give yourself the big hand for your pastor because he's teaching you the word of God, amen, week in and week out and week in and week out, day after day, amen. You're getting fed, amen. So you wonder how can we live sure in uncertain times in the days that we're living? Well, we have a script and we already read the end of the book. Can I get an amen? So if we've read the end of the book, we can have confidence and be fully persuaded that what God, our God, has said, this too shall come to pass. Amen? We know that. And so we take courage. We take confidence in the Lord our God. And, you know, I'm going to tell you a story that, you know, when times of trouble come, you it really pinpoints where you are in your walk with God. Now, you got to take a checkup from the neck up. You've heard that term. But really, the Bible tells you examine yourself, right? So if you examine yourself, how are you doing in this pandemic time? How are you doing in this up and down financial time? How are you doing in your walk with God? And so you have to realize Lord, how am I doing? And that's why you come before God day in and day out to hear what thus says the Lord. You're doing well, my son. Keep pressing. Keep praying. Keep believing. Keep trusting. Keep standing. Keep fighting the good fight of faith, right? So as we're taking God's word, we're getting ready to do great exploits. I like what it says that, you know, they that know their God shall be what? weak, no, <laughs> shall be strong and do what? Exploits. So it's really our time to shine and not to what? Whine. Everybody else may be whining. Everybody else may say, oh, well, I, I, I don't know what to do. Well, when we don't know what to do, what do we do? It says our eyes are upon you. Look onto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. We have great confidence in the living God, the one who was, the one who is, and the one who is to come. So, you know, if you read the end of the book and you read Revelation where it says your name's written in the Lamb's book of life, so we can rejoice, why are we afraid? How many of you looked at a movie and said, oh, I already know what happens? You know, because when, you when you've seen it already and you know what happens, then no matter how high or how low or how difficult or how challenging the movie may become, you know in the end that the outcome is going to be success. And that's your story. That's my story. We are victorious because why? The Bible says it's no longer us that live, but who? Christ lives in us. In the life we now live in the flesh, we live by the faith of the Son of God who loved us and gave himself for us. Let me tell you a quick story. You know, one time we were traveling, and this was our European vacation. We were coming back from Switzerland. And so, oh, we had a great time. We went from uh, Geneva to Zurich. We did the whole uh, country in about a week, all right? 
And so when we were coming back, oh, we were having a great time. The skies were crystal clear blue. We're over the ocean coming back into the United States. And we were just having a great time talking. But all of a sudden, boom, the, 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 the plane drops thousands of feet in a, in a hurry. And all of a sudden, the passengers started screaming. Ah, they were panicking. But guess what? Just say, I got the Holy Ghost. You got the Holy Ghost. And, and so what's in you will come out of you. If I hadn't been built up, if I hadn't been fired up, and, you know, no matter what, the enemy says, okay, let's see how they react to this. The Spirit of God came upon me, and I said, in the name of Jesus, while everyone else was screaming and crying and, and, and panicking, I took authority over that plane, and I commanded it to, to, to settle down and to get us to our destination. Well, guess what? Charles, the Lord next to me said, how did you do that? It reminded me of God. Said, hey, can I get that? Can I buy that? You know what I'm saying? But no, the power of God is in us. And I want to encourage us today in times of challenge, in times of test, of times of trial, there is power in us. Just say, I have power. Amen. Are you using that power? When people call you up and say, well, I'm sick. I'm, 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 in pro I'm pain, I'm in trouble. They said, well, let me pray for you. The Bible says you will lay hands on the sick and they will recover. The first person you should lay hands on is yourself. <laughs> do you pray for yourself? Or do you always go, Pastor Chuck, pray for him, pray for him. It's time to grow up. It's time to take another step. It's time to believe as a believer, Amen. God has given you power. Let's use that power. And so from that point on, the, the, the flight was wonderful. But guess what? It was my opportunity to be a witness. I think I had some tracks. I probably gave him a track and prayed with him. You know, we've got to mobilize and, and become more effective in what we do for God. It's got to be like Jeremiah says, like a fire shut up in my bones. See, this is not something we, we well, okay, I'm a for show Christian. I, whatever you mean by uh, just for show and tell. You know, I got a Bible, but do I read my Bible? I go to church, but I do, do I do church when I, I, you know, before I became a Christian, you know, my wife says, are you a Christian? I say, well, if I can go out with you, I would be. And so she got me going to church because I wanted to get to know her, okay? But the thing about it is, before I became a Christian, I would go in church, come out. I was brought, brought up Catholic. Any Catholic believe, believers out there? Amen. Well, anyways, before I gave my life to Christ, I, I was in and out of church, and I would go in and go to confession, go to communion, and then turn around and go back and do the same things. But once Christ came into my life, there was a dynamic change in your life, in my life. And so we're not just for show, we're the real deal, all right? Christ lives in us. And I've been seeing this for 40 years. I've seen God work time and time and time and time again. And so, Pastor Chuck, commend yourselves for being an excellent teacher, teaching the people how to walk by faith and not by sight, how to call things that be not as though they were, how to trust God when everything else says don't trust God. The Word of God says trust God with all your heart, all your soul, all your mind, and all your strength. Because, see, at some point in time, you're going to be tested. And when you're tested, that's your time to shine and not whine. It's your time to stand. And having done all the stand, what do you do? Stand, amen? It's time to put on the whole armor of God. It's never a time to take it off. We are equipped by the grace and the anointing of Almighty God. So we know the end before the beginning because we've read the end of the book. And so as we read the end of the book, we have confidence that God will do exactly, precisely what he said he will do. Nahum 1.7, it's a scripture that you should know and that as you're building up your faith and as you're standing on the word of God, you have to have a word that says, this is what the word says. 
and you have to give God his word. It says, Lord, your word says that you know those that are trusting you. I'm trusting you because you are good and your mercy endures throughout all generation. You have to know God for yourself when it comes time to fight and to stand for your healing, for, stand for your family, stand for your loved ones, stand for your children, stand for your neighborhood, stand for your relatives because you are an intercessor, amen? I intercede, I pray because God is depending on me. One of the things I want to share with you today is this. Not only living in uncertain times, but having a sure word. What gives you motivation and inspiration? What's your favorite scripture that gets you up in the morning? What's a word that gives you inspiration? One of the scriptures I stand on is 1 John chapter 3, verse number 1. And it says, Behold what manner of love the Father has bestowed upon us that we should be called the sons of God. Therefore the world knoweth us not, for it knew him not. Beloved, just say beloved. That's me, amen? That's you, amen? Now, just say now. Right When? 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 Now. So when you look in the mirror, look at yourself in a whole different perspective. Now are we the sons, daughters of God. And it does not yet appear what we shall be but we know somebody say no k-n-o-w that uh, not that's an assurance i know that i know that i know that i know amen i know that i shall see him for i shall be like him as he is amen and everyone that has this hope in him purifies himself even as he is pure there is a purification now are you clean by the words I've spoken unto you. Let's go with me to a scripture I want to give you today, and I want you to look at with me. It's in the book of First Second Peter, and I want to read to you because as a believer, we need to be educated. Why do you go to church? Well, you're here today at church, and I believe every time you come to church, it's the testimony that, Lord, I believe in you. Lord, I'm ready. I believe the Lord will come back on a Sunday morning. What about you? I, I believe that. Because why? You're in the house, amen? You're in the house looking for him. You're waiting upon him. You're not forsaking yourself of the assembly. I wonder why God put that in the Bible. Hmm. Think about it, Selah. So I believe that, okay? So as a result, God is saying, because you're putting me first, I'm going to put you first. Why? Because you said, wait a minute, I'm waiting upon the Lord. And so as we look at the scripture today, look at 2 Peter, if you will, verse number, uh, chapter 1, verse number 19. And the Bible simply says this. It says, okay, I could quote it to you, but I better read it to you. All right, here we go. You have it? It says, we have also a more sure word of prophecy. All right? Now, it would have been sufficient, Pastor Chuck, if it would just said, we have a word of prophecy. All right? The testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. All right? Follow with me. So we have a more sure word. It would have been okay if it had said, we have a more sure word of prophecy so this is like triple sure more word of prophecy god only have to say i have a word of prophecy that's god's word i can stand on it but the bible says we have a more sure word of prophecy so in other words what are you standing on what do you believe in god for how are you believing god if you believe in god God is not going to let you down. Now, how many of you have been challenged with your health? Stand on the word. See, you have to know him. There's some names for God. Jehovah Rapha. Okay. He's my healer. Why? So I know him. I've, I, I've encountered a point and place. If you live long enough, you're going to have to fight for your healing. Why? You have to declare what thus 
says the word of God. So guess what? We have a more sure word of prophecy. That we what? We do well. Whereunto you take heed as unto a light that shines in a dark place until the day star, day dawns and the day star arises in your heart. That's a lot said in there. So who's the day star? Who is the bright morning star? Psalms 27, 1 simply says this. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? Your declaration is your vindication. In other words, if you are says, nope, I, I, if you faint, the Bible says, if you faint in a day of adversity, small is your strength. So what do we do in these times of uncertainty? Well, do I give up? No. Guess what? Luke 18, 1 says what? We ought to always, what? Pray and not faint. Guess what? What's, what's happening to the world today? Listen, follow with me if you will. In Luke 21, 26, what does it say? Men's hearts failing them for what? Fear for the things after they're looking at and coming onto the earth. People's hearts are giving out. They're seeing. And if you look at the news, what's going to happen? You're going to get more fearful. Why? Because it's giving you not good news, but bad news. And I tell you today, make sure you're giving yourself the good news. Make sure you're wording up. Make sure, guess what? If it rains, is this waterproof? I hope so. But it's not going to rain, by the grace of God. Amen? If I could st <laughs> but the, the thing I want to tell you, word proof your life. Wait a minute. Wait. Word proof your life. Make sure that your life, you're worded up. You're built up. Now, if you think about it, when they were building the walls, they, had, they built the walls when they were torn down. And, and uh, Nehemiah built the walls, right? Follow with me. The walls were built down, broke down. But Nehemiah, what did he do? He built the wall. He was willing to work, work with one hand and fight with the other. All right, are you ready to do that? And the Bible says that, hey, when Sam Ballot and Tobias came after him, said, come on down and meet with us. He says, nope, I will not. I'm not going to leave the work of God. The enemy is trying to get you to stop, to stagger, to waver, doubt, to back up, to give up, to let up, to shut up. But as a believer in Jesus Christ, it's your time to rise up, reach up, pray up, stand up, and lift up the name which is above every other name. Can I get an amen? That's our time. It's our time to, to thrive in the grace of God. And so he built up the walls, but make sure you're building up your life. Make sure that you're, you're walking in healing, divine health. Make sure that you're walking in the prosperity of God. And the what does the Bible says? The peace of God that passeth all understanding, keeping your hearts and mind through Christ Jesus. So as the Bible says, men's hearts are going to fail them. Why? Because they're not believers. We're believers. We're believers. Bible tells us in 2 Timothy 1, 7, I'm going to give you a lot of scriptures because I believe that if you don't catch them all, the Bible says man does not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. And I'm sure you've heard these words, but God hasn't given us a spirit of fear. But of what? Power, love, and of what? Sound mind. When you're afraid, you lose your mind. You begin to faint. You begin to give up, and you begin to stagger and waver and doubt. But that's not our story. We don't live in a state of fear. We don't live in a state of worry. We live in a state of victory. Amen? So the Scripture goes on to say, it says, look, after these things are coming on the earth, and the power of heaven shall be shaken, 
and then shall they see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and what? Great glory. And when these things begin to come to pass, then what? Look up and lift up your hearts for your redemption draws nigh. Amen? That's something to be excited about. You got to look beyond the trial you've got to look beyond the trouble and look to jesus the lord says come on i'm bringing you through come on i've got you i've got your back you know the bible says he would be our rear guard in other words we don't have weapons for the back do we all the weapons you have are the protection is in the front, all right? You got the shield of, uh, of faith, the breastplate of righteousness. Your feet are shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Your loins are girded about with truth. You have on the helmet of salvation. But for your back, God says, I got your back. I'm your rear guard. Can I get an amen? How many of you seen? Because, you know, God has got us going and coming, and he'll go before you, and the Bible says, They'll, he will make the crooked things straight. Amen? Let me tell you how good God is. As I look back, Pastor Chuck, and I was invited to do a funeral, all right? I'd rather do a wedding than a funeral, Ron. <laughs> it's more pleasant, okay? But at this funeral, it happened to be in, I think, South Central L.A. And, and they didn't tell me the person was a gang member. And so... I was doing the funeral, standing up, giving the gospel, giving the word, and then all of a sudden, there were about 50 gunshot bullets that went through the, uh, the mortuary, and everybody hit the ground, but I was standing as tall and said, it won't hit me. I, I figured it out. I said, I better hit the ground. <laughs> the only person who didn't hit the ground was an old man in a wheelchair, couldn't move because he, he needed help. So we understand that. But after all the dust had settled, the place was packed with gang members. I'd never seen so many guns in my life. And I mean long, big guns. And I didn't know they had them. I was, I was like totally unaware. But they had these long shirts on. And I guess they could hide them under there. And, and, and the whole place, guns were, uh, were blazing, you know. I say, hey, come over here. I, I don't know. The Spirit of God got on me. And I got the gang leader. I said, get your people over here. We're going to pray right now. See, when God gets in your, in your heart and mind, you know how to take authority over situations. And I made them all pray. Well, I don't want to say I made them, but God used me to lead them in a powerful prayer. I believe that they are saved to this day. Amen. But out of all those gunshots that went through that mortuary, no one was hit. I mean, you could have, anybody, I mean, as many bullets went through it, somebody should have been hit. But God, say, but God. Who is God? But God. And so God sent his angels. God sent his angels. One day, let me give you another story. My wife was at home. I think she just had our third son. So it was me and my two older sons. I took them to church. And we're headed out to Pasadena. And on the side of a road, it was raining, was a man who was looking for a ride. And I, I you know, my heart as a, as a Christian, I said, I'm going to give him a ride. So I said, sons, push over, let the man in. And come to find out, Pastor, he was a man that was possessed. He was possessed. My kids told me that just the other day. Dad will never, ever forget the man you picked up. How could you do that to us? I said, well, we had to pray for him. I had to pray for him. But we were, I said, we were so glad when you got him out of the car. I said, yeah, but he said, why did you do that? I said, well, I guess God let me do it. I said, he said, but that man, he, he could have been a, a, this kind of killer, but he couldn't kill us. And I told my son the other day, say, son, when we all get to heaven, you're going to see that man because it was because of me picking him up, of us picking him up, that he got touched, he got delivered, he got saved. It may not have happened exactly then, but it'll happen, glory to God. So you've got to know that your life has meaning. Now, I want to leave something with you today, and that is this, because we're living in times of uncertainty we got to be sure. We got a more sure word 
of prophecy. Prophecy is a prediction. Who's the one who gave the prediction? This is God's book, amen? This is a covenant contract, amen? How many of you understand legal language? This is what we bring back to God. And so what happens is God says, you are chosen. You are called. You are selected. You are special. You are real, regal. You are royal, and you are righteous. I don't think people know how important they are in the equation of what God is doing in the earth. You have to make a bold declaration. The Lord is using me mightily. Some of you say, well, I just go to church. I just, you know, work on the soundboard. I work as an usher. I work as a, in the parking lot. I just help the pastor. It's critical what you're doing. It's critical when you go home. It's critical when you go to your workplaces. You have to see the importance of what you do. And when you begin to materialize in your heart and your mind that God has got a great plan for me, according to Jeremiah, Maya says, I know the thoughts that I think towards you. Thoughts of good and not of evil. Oh, yeah, but, but Lord, the pandemic is happening. Didn't I say in Psalms 91, he who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say, there's a key right there, I will what? Say. I will what? Say of the Lord. He's my refuge and my fortress. My God in him will I trust. I would say, okay, if I were a doctor and I was giving you a prescription, I'd give you Psalms 91 right now. Psalms 91, hey, I'm not afraid. Why? Because the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. See, too many people are just, you know, if you get mixed signals, you get mixed signals. Well, the news is saying this. But what is God saying? God is the final answer. God is the one. The sure word that we need is Romans 8.28. says that we know, K-N-O-W. You've got to solidify that in your heart. You may know it in your head, but it's got to get in your heart. That's why the Bible says, until the day star arise in your what? Heart. How do you get it? One of the things I would say, increase, increase. Now, during this pandemic, a lot of us have gained a few pounds. I got one amen. <laughs> one amen. We, we done gained some pounds, glory to God. We home, my wife was looking at the uh, food channel. Oh, let's try that. Oh, let's try that. My son, my son really got me the other day. He, he ordered a king's cake. He said, Dad, I heard you on the phone talking to someone about the king's cake. I said, I wasn't talking about the king's cakes. He was talking about the king's cake. And there's a day in, uh, that they celebrate in Mexico, right? Tres dias de uh, reyes, correct? Can somebody help me? Three, three kings, all right. Right, right, okay. So, so what he did was he ordered me a king's cake. I said, oh, who got the baby? Well, anyways, nevertheless, we ate that king's cake up in about a day. I said, who ate all my king's cake? It's gone now. Looking. But we've gained a little weight. Why? Because we're looking at the food channels and we're, our appetite is increasing and they make everything look so good. Well, guess what? You should be getting more intake of the Word of God. Can I get an amen? If you don't get nothing else, you better get that. Increase. Just say increase. Increase. All right? The, the, Jesus said it like this. In Hebrews it says, Lo, I come in the volume of the book. I delight to do your will. So how are you going to do his will if you're not in the book? How are you going to do it? Well, you got to get in the book. We've got, I mean, right now I could hit my phone and it'll play the word of God continually, continually. And, you know, and it'll fill you up. And so increase the word. 
So as I'm, I'm closing, I want to give you some things that make you sure and that you're, that you're doing. Learn scriptures. Ch- I want to challenge you. Memorize Psalms 23. All right? That's an easy one. We probably already know it. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pasture. Lead me aside still water to restore my soul. Lead me in a path of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I fear no evil for thou art with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Thou prepare table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. Amen? How many of you anoint yourself with oil? When your mind is beginning to get foggy, take some oil. Anoint yourself. Anoint yourself. Surely goodness and mercy. What? Surely. Say surely. Surely. What's been following you lately? Oh, I've been having some pain. I have some problem. No. I'm not accepting that. The word of God says surely. Somebody say surely. Say it like you mean it. Surely. Goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life. Get up making that declaration. That's a sure word. Not only a sure word, a more sure word. I'm putting a word on my day. Goodness and mercy. So one of the things you're going to do is increase your volume of intake of the word in your heart. Psalms 119. How could a young man cleanse his ways? Some of you might say, well, I'm having trouble. No matter how old you are, I'm having trouble. It says, how can a young man cleanse his ways? But by what? Taking heed thereto according to the word. Verse number 10, you probably don't know it, but it's the key between 9 and 11. With my, somebody say, whole heart. There you go. Say it again. Say it with my whole heart. Whole heart. So if you're not doing the word of God with your whole heart, you're going to get half-hearted results. The reason why you're tried in the fire is to find out what's in you. And what's in you will come out of you in the fire. Yes, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they said, oh, King Nebuchadnezzar, we're not bowing down to you. We know the God we serve is able. How many of y'all made a bold declaration lately? We know the God we serve is well able to deliver us. And guess what? Who showed up? Looked like the Son of God. Not even there. A hair on their heads was burned. So if God did it for them, won't he do it for you? Won't he do it? Absolutely. So learn and memorize the word of God so that you are victorious in all that you do. Increase. Another scripture I want you to memorize. 91. That's a long one. It's a long one. But what you're doing is when I would go to work, I had at my work Psalms 23 on the wall. And growing up Catholic, one thing we would do is we'd say religiously the Our Father and the Hail Mary, Apostles' Creed, whatever. But it became just a matter of ritual. But see, because we've been born again, It's in our hearts, and I would use that as a declaration, affirmation. Lord, you are my shepherd. I shall not want. That's a declaration, affirmation. And when you do that, you're going to see some amazing, amazing, amazing results. So, next thing, you know, I went to a church in San Antonio, and they were ministering in Spanish. And they were praying the Our Father. And I said, guess what? I, I know a lot of scriptures in English. But what do I know in Spanish? I said, oh, it's going to take me a minute, but I learned it. Padre nuestro, que estás en el cielo, santificado sea tu nombre. Venga a nosotros tu reino. Háganse tu valentía en la tierra como en el cielo. Danos hoy pan de cada día. Perdona nuestras ofensas como también nosotros perdonamos. No 
los que es, no, 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 okay, help me. A los que nos en temptation, no nos dejes caer en temptation y libranos todo del mal. Give myself a big hand. I'm working on it. I'm working on it. Glory to God. And so God will give you any witty inventions. Or, you know, so I'll go up to someone. I say, hey, can you help me learn this prayer? And, you know, there's one lady at work. Her name is Dolly. I said, Dolly, help me. She said, I don't even know it. But guess what I'm doing? I'm sowing it into her spirit so as to, in a roundabout way, get the word in her. Make her think. Maybe I need to learn it. Maybe I need to draw near unto God, and he'll draw near unto me. So these are things that we can do in these days, in these times, so that we can be worded up, and we can word-proof our lives, and so we can be ready to fight the good fight of faith, and that we can run our race victorious. We can run our race triumphantly. We can run with the speed and the zeal of God. Now, Isaiah said Jesus his, zeal, his cloak was zeal, and we have to have a zeal for the living God. And as we have a zeal for God, watch God work. Watch God do greater things than we can ever ask, imagine, or think. And so one of the things I want to just leave with the men, that as, as husbands, as fathers, as men, Learn how to protect your family. Learn how to pray over your family. And women that, that, that are heads of their households, begin, call for the praying women. Pray, and, and as you pray, you're going to see some amazing results. God is saying, I'm coming back. Will I find the church doing what I've called them to do? And just somebody say, yes, you will, Lord. Say it again. Say yes. That's what we want to do. We want to do the will of God. Scripture says, as I'm closing, I delight to do thy will, O my God, yea, thy law is within my heart. Let the word cause you to rise and to keep rising. Let the word cause you to have a, a, a divine perspective. I wear glasses. Without my glasses, I don't see as well. But by the grace of God, let your vision see. One of the things Jesus asked the man after he prayed for him, he says, how do you see? Oh, he says, I see men walking as trees. That wasn't good enough. He says, I'm going to pray for you again so you can see precisely what's going on. And this is what God is saying to you. Maybe you're not seeing exactly. Your vision correction test is right here in the word of God. The more you spend in the word, the more you will soar. The higher, the faster, the stronger, the mightier you will be because God is giving you the victory. Final scripture, Pastor Chuck. Says, if God be for me. Well, my wife says, well, since God is for us. How many of you know God is for you? Raise your hand. No doubt about it. God is for me. Since God be for us, who? Say what? Can be against us. He who what? Verse 32 is a powerful scripture. He who spared not his own son, but gave him up for us all, how shall he not with him freely give, him, give us all things? Because we are more than conquerors through him who loved us and gave himself for us. Remember, he's able to save to the uttermost. For he ever, somebody say ever, liveth to make intercession for those who come to God by him. Well, give yourselves a big hand and shout glory. Amen. Do you enjoy Pastor Gary when he comes? I sure do. Because he, he, he speaks what's in my heart. You know, he speaks the, the spirit, what the Spirit of the Lord is giving to him, and it matches what I feel and I believe in my heart. But I didn't know that he lived such a dangerous life. I mean, I'm going to have to be careful when I go out with you and go to a funeral and there's a 50 gunshot. I mean, that's tough, that's tough living, brother. And, and I have to be careful. I'm riding with you, and you're going to pick up some demon-possessed guy. 
accept me to just sit in the back seat and converse with him. Wow. That is something else. But praise God. Pastor Gary has a heart to minister, to uh, uh, bring people to the Lord. I haven't. I haven't had as much dangerous situations as he had. Just the other day, we had a guy out in the parking lot, and he was just parking there. I didn't recognize his car. I went up to him, and I go, uh, how you doing? What are you doing? He goes, well, I hope I don't bother you. I'm just sitting here waiting for my girlfriend to come. I go, well, let me ask you, are you a Christian? He said, no, I'm, I'm not a Christian. I go, well, you're on, you're on Christian ground here. You know, you've got to be a Christian if you want to come out on the, on the course here. He said, do you want to become a Christian? He goes, yeah, I don't have any problem with that. He said, he said what do I do? I go, well, let me lead you in the prayer. And we, I led him in the prayer. He received the Lord. I said, you want to, you want to have our uh, website so you can listen to the uh, messages? He goes, I would love that. Thank you. I, he sat. He, I, I showed him my, our video of, of our clown act in the children's church. He goes, that's wonderful. I love that. It's just so wonderful. So there's always opportunity to talk to people about the Lord. I went to uh, Ace Hardware the other day, and the lady says, do you have a rewards card with us? I go, no, I don't, but I have a rewards card in heaven that I've been punching in. Amen? Praise God. Do you have a rewards card in heaven that God is punching for you? Amen. So if you're out there, you know, we have people that talk to us. They say they're listen to it, listening to us on the videos. They haven't accepted the Lord. They're with their girlfriends or their boyfriends. And so I want to lead them in prayer right now to receive the Lord so that you can be in the family of God, that you can have the promise of heaven. Uh, on the inside of you, knowing that when you die, you're not going to die and go into the ground, but you're going to go rise up and be in heaven. Amen. So let's pray this prayer for those that are at home watching. Say, Father God, I thank you for Jesus. Jesus is the Lord of my life. I ask him to come into my heart. Give me a to be Lord of my life and to guide me all the days of my life. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. You may be out there and say, you know what? I'm not living a life that's right with God. I need to come to him again and just give my, my heart and life to him wholeheartedly, as Pastor Gary said. So repeat after me. Say, Father God, receive me again into your bosom. Give me your strength, your power. Forgive me of all my sins. Draw me closer to you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So Pastor Gary was saying that we have to have a heart seeking the Lord. Next week, I'm going to talk about how to have or how to be a woman or man after God's own heart. And he gave the secret. I don't know if you saw it. He said, how do you know to, what's in God's heart? It's already written in the book. All you got to do is follow the book. So come back next week and we'll talk more about it. God bless you. Have a great week. Cause you know